0: Welcome to The Roar, recorded at Sioux College, which is located in the Robinson-Huron Treaty Territory. We are grateful to Mother Earth for providing us the land, water, air and food needed to sustain all life, and we acknowledge Indigenous peoples as the original stewards of this land, who have lived in harmony and in respect with all creation. As we are all relations, it is important to recognise this interconnected relationship with one another and our obligation to respect the land that has nourished, healed, protected, and embraced us. We honour Abadjuan Batchawana First Nation and Katagan CB Garden River First Nation as the original caretakers of the land that Sioux College is situated on, and acknowledge the contributions of the historical Métis Nation of Sault Ste. Marie in the stewardship of this territory. there, and welcome back to The Roar. Today's episode has lots of great advice for all our students. We know how daunting it can be to start a new semester. Whether you are a returning student or a brand new student, it can sometimes be tough to navigate this new routine. So we asked members of faculty and a couple of returning students for advice that they would offer to Sioux College students. I think everyone, new and returning students, will find what they have to say very useful. So without further ado, here are some of our faculty members. So thank you for joining me on The Raw today. We are here to talk with some faculty members about how students can approach them if they're struggling. And this is something that, you know, for students listening, you can apply this to all your teachers because all your teachers want you to approach them. They all want to know when you're struggling. So have a listen to this conversation. We're gonna go around the room. So if you'd like to introduce yourself.
1: Thanks, Sasha. I'm Rebecca Kewen. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a professor and coordinator in the Healthcare Administration
2: Program.
3: Mark Pilon. I am the professor coordinator in Civil Engineering and Construction.
2: Kay Valley, and I'm a member of faculty in the nursing programs, specifically BSCN.
4: Melanie Jones. My pronouns are also she and her, and I am the coordinator and a faculty in the Child and Youth Care Program.
0: So we're going to go with question one. We're just going to go around. So what is one thing successful students do in your courses?
4: I can start because other people will probably be saying the same thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, for me, I was
4: thinking about this. What does a successful student do in my course? Communicate, I think, was my biggest one because if a student is communicating with me and communicating with their peers, then... They know and I know what's going on in their life. I didn't, don't have to share all their personal information by any means, but if they're struggling with something or if something's going on in their life, if they let me know that they're struggling or let me know that there's stuff happening, um, not specifics, but let me know what's going on and communicate with me or ask me if they don't know about an assignment. It's nice to, when they get support from their peers oh what's that assignment about how do i do it but be i always warn them be careful because maybe that person doesn't know how to do the assignment appropriately out. right so if you really don't know what the assignment is about my recommendation or what the expectations are my recommendation is communicate with me email me talk to me on break before class after class you know, stop by my office and and that's you know one of the key things the other thing is be
2: prepared things like that so you know what's going on mine's very in line with yours mine was ask questions <laughs> so yeah. again leading to good communication mm-hmm. and asking questions like I have times when I invite questions during class but there's also before and after class and during break or dropping by my office now that we're open you can send emails you can ask to call me on Teams. so there's lots of ways that you can ask questions and and same as what Mel said too about like Sometimes you have questions about an assignment, you feel more comfortable asking a peer, but the peer might not have interpreted it the way that it's intended to be completed. So, asking questions is essential in your communication.
3: When I look at my students who have been successful in my program, uh, students that come with initiative and show up to class mm-hmm. are generally already positioned to do well. They ask questions, civil engineer construction, there's going to be a lot of times where you're out in the field, there's a lot of unknowns, you might not know the answer, but if you solve a problem or have an approach to a problem, show up, be prepared to learn, be prepared to ask questions, then typically you you do pretty well.
1: So I'm on the same page as everyone else, (laughs) not not surprising, Uh, and for me it's asking those questions and it doesn't have to be about uh, assignments or about a concept that we've talked about in class, it can be a question really about anything. So um, the faculty in the healthcare administration program are also healthcare leaders. They work in places like the hospital. So asking questions maybe about career pathways or employment opportunities or anything really. So we welcome those questions and I think that that really helps set students up for success.
0: I really appreciate that all the answers are quite similar because students can imagine the worst case scenario and they may feel being in different areas that they don't know how to talk to teachers, but I'm always in the success office with the rest of the success team telling students to communicate with their faculty and have those conversations. So it's really useful to hear you all have the same answers to that question um, for successful students because communication is key and students who know me know that I say this a lot. (laughs) To anyone who ends up in my office, it's always, have you talked to your teacher? So it's really important to have those conversations. So next question what is something that trips students up in your course? That-, that trips students up. Well, I like—I'm a
4: strengths-based, strengths-focused person. Mm-hmm. However, I do find that students, when they are procrastinating, uh, if they procrastinate, there it makes it really difficult for them because oftentimes they'll procrastinate and then they'll fall behind and then get extremely stressed out because I think that's a natural reaction or response, and then it kind of spirals from there for them. And so if they're using good time management and writing down their uh, due dates and what's due when and and things like that, I think that really can help students be way more successful right off the hop, like start right off the hop, keeping yourself organized and trying not to procrastinate. I mean, I procrastinate too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a procrastinator (laughs) as well, but I've learned strategies and ways to not procrastinate as much.
0: Yes. (laughs) Same. Because
2: Netflix is always there. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going away. So mine is a little different. I think it's dependent a lot on the content that I tend to teach within nursing, which is nursing research. So I feel students get kind of tripped up in the preconceived idea of what nursing research is and how it applies to their course. So they sometimes question, not all students, some students get it right away and other students just don't understand how nursing research applies to their future career. I think, too, it has to do a lot with seeing a lot of nurses in direct care, not necessarily intentionally and consciously integrating research into their practice. But I try to emphasize that everything we do in nursing is based on evidence or informed by evidence from the way you do different procedures to the way you document and all those sorts of things. So I just feel that that perception kind of creates a barrier in engaging in the coursework sometimes. I love that you mentioned perception. (laughs) Like it's so easy for students to come into their programs
0: with it. Preconceived notion of how it's going to go, and that you know, any previous life experience they've had before is going to like fully inform that. Whereas you're here as a student, you're new, you're learning. So, it's having that open mindset to what you're going to be getting from your teachers during, especially in the first semester. I know you're dealing with some higher year students in your area, but just having that open mindset for all our students when you go into a first semester student all the way up to you know, final year you're still getting into that course for the first time, you don't yet know all the information. So again, that rolls back to communication.
3: Yeah, what I see a lot of my students is that when they come to college, a lot of them are straight out of high school and it's a lot easier to get caught up in high school. You get behind mm-hmm. a couple weeks, you get caught up easy. We really build on every previous week that we've done. So if you are in week three or week four and my students are struggling with a concept, we're gonna be using that concept in application in week five, six, seven, and eight. So it trips up a lot of my students is they get behind, they're scared to ask a question and they kind of think, well, I'm just gonna wait till the next unit and I'm gonna get a little bit better. But in fact, you still need that concept when we do get to the next unit. So being able to stay on top of the curriculum and really embrace how it's going to apply to the next steps of the course, um, if, if my students don't embrace that, then they can get caught up pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. That's a good answer. That's, mm-hmm. that's, really, that's really
0: good. That's yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that because um, every week does build on the next, and I know for even just coming straight from high school, having just experienced the online ex- you know, pandemic experience that students have had in high school, and also for our international students, It's just being really clear what the syllabus says and what your course outline says so that you stay on track each week. As Mark said, it's going to build on each other and go throughout the semester.
4: Can I, sorry, I just want to add to what Mark, uh, sorry, Rebecca. uh, I just want to add to what Mark said, though, because it's not even just about building on to from um, concept to concept, Mm -hmm. week to week. But in programs like ours, for example, it's three-year program. We really encourage students not to throw away notes after they uh, finish mm. a class or like regurgitate information, just memorize and regurgitate information because they need to use those concepts to build on in other courses. And so I liked that point you made. keep yourself up on everything. They're all going to build on, all the skills are going to build on each other. So
1: it leads to comprehension throughout the whole program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to uh, kind of build on something that Mark said about question, asking the question, and this sort of speaks to the first question that you asked of us, and I think that what trips up students in my program is not asking those questions uh, or making assumptions or asking the questions but asking the wrong person, which I think talked about, so not going to your professor and seeking clarification about the assignment. You know, what, are the, what do the instructions mean, what are the expectations, what are you looking for? I find some students will ask a peer, they might ask a senior student, so someone who has completed the program maybe last year or the year before, and the assignments, they, they do evolve and there's different faculty teaching the program and so the expectations might be a little bit different. So I think that that's where students get tripped up is by not asking those questions of the professor not seeking that
0: clarification. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like that answer too. Again, communication is key. <laughs> that's the
1: theme, I'm curious. The theme, yeah.
0: I honestly, Sasha, we
4: ask our third year students to give advice to the first year students. Mm-hmm. Um, and 90% of the students say, communicate with your teachers. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're talking to your teachers because faculty are there to support you.
0: Well, oh, you're the content experts, right? Like, well, not only that,
4: but yeah. we're we're here for your success, mm-hmm. right? We're here. We want you to be successful. We want you to understand what's going on. And we can't do that if you're not communicating kind of what's going on, what you don't understand and those sorts of things. Yeah. And I mean, we're a small college, right? So it's yeah. a, a lot easier to have that nice relationship with
3: Um, students and faculty. Well and on the other side of that coin we're also a college and a lot of us not all of us but a lot of us there's a very high probability we're gonna run into our students in the future. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell you the number of times I'm doing an inspection in the summer because I I still engineer right and I'm out on site and it's one of my students as the as a site superintendent or as somebody working for that contractor Mm -hmm. so can't get rid of us. Uh, so, no, so you might as well get to know us well now because it's going to come into some good use a little bit later on.
0: Yeah. Well, not only really that, it's
4: we're gonna we're gonna be your references yes. mm-hmm. as well, right. Yeah. right? And if somebody asks me to be their reference, I'll be mm-hmm. honest with them and say, "What do you what do you think a, uh, an employer would ask me, and what do you think I would say about resp- reply style. reliability yes. and dependability?" Yep. If you were a student that wasn't reliable and dependable for whatever reason, or wasn't able to come to class and wasn't, you know, attending or communicating, if that's the case, then it's going to be hard to give a a good Mm -hmm. reference for, but I'll put the question back to the student and ask them, what do you think I would say?
0: And I don't think it even occurs to some students that they actually can have that from a teacher, that can have that resume piece, so, oh yeah, reference piece, so... Building those relationships is really important. Yeah.
1: yeah. Especially for a lot of our international students mm. who are newcomers. Yeah. In most cases, many cases, their professors are their, their first references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so,
2: so important. That's a great one, Rebecca. Yeah, absolutely. And then even within the nursing program, too, like Marquette said, we tend to work with our, <laughs> our students after they graduate. And a lot of our students will come back for, you know, to teach part-time or to, um, Teaching clinical settings or precept students in the clinical settings, and then they they have to communicate with me, right? They're preceptors or clinical instructors or faculty. So again, it's important. And then I mean, they're kind of informal and formal references too when mm-hmm. someone's applying to the college. Like, do you know this person or you know?
1: And I think we have. Um, great networks that we can connect the students to as well so if we know a little bit about them we know what they're interested in what their professional backgrounds might be what their you know future goals are we can help connect them with um, maybe job opportunities Mm or um, mentors who work in that particular area
0: Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. absolutely okay so final question what happens when students come to you for help? So talk us through the process of how you would assist students if they came to you.
4: It's a hard question to answer because, honestly, if a student... So I teach in the Child and Youth Care program, and that is my, my work, like, you know, um, helping support people or helping support young people when I was uh, working in the field. So it kind of comes somewhat naturally to me as far as, like, when a student comes to me, was needing something, mm-hmm. but I just really try to be as open as I can, let them tell me what's going on and listen to what they're saying, and and then ask them, what, what can I do? What do you need? How can I help? You know, and uh, try to connect them with the appropriate resources because I can't counsel my students. No. I'm qualified to do it, but I can't because mm-hmm. that's not my role. But. I can recommend they go to counsel, like or recommend the access student services to see what supports are out there. But I really want my students to succeed. I want them to you know have the tools that they need mm-hmm. to succeed because they're going to be the people who take care of our for, for me and my students. They're going to be taking care of the very vulnerable population of children and youth. And so I want to help them, through whatever their you know challenges might be so and
0: that's a good example for them to learn from too right seeing yeah. you get they get that empathy and that help from you and then they can pass that
2: forward mm-hmm. i can't say my process is wildly different yeah you know a <laughs> student <laughs> comes to me for a variety of reasons whether it's help on an assignment just you know maybe struggling with the semester or if there's other um things that they want to talk about but my first is to just listen and and see what the uh, issue is. I might ask some questions to kind of clarify what their questions are or to kind of get to the nature of their question or concern. Yeah, I might ask them for like a sample of their work if they, you know, they're starting an assignment, they're not sure if they're on the right path or something. Well, do you have something I can see? And and then uh, kind of use that as a point of discussion. If I can directly help, I will do my best to help. And if I can't, I'll refer to any of our variety of services we have on campus or even to another staff or faculty that might have an idea. And uh, usually my my intention is to to listen and to help and support in some way, (laughs) whatever that might be. I mean, there's such a diversity of things.
3: Yeah, when it comes to, it it all comes back to, you know, what are they asking help for? If it's an academic thing, it becomes very easy. If it's a more of a personal matter, lifestyle matter, it becomes a little bit more challenging, but at the end of the day, having student success come into the classroom provide the resources and just being able to guide them in whatever direction that they need to be guided in. I would say that I do encourage my students at the beginning of the semester to always come as soon as they can. So even if it's a personal matter, sick family member, whatever, you know, we're all more than happy to make an accommodation for you. But if something's been going on for eight weeks and now you're coming to us it becomes harder for us as faculty to make those accommodations so I say to my students we're, we're there to work with you we want you to succeed we want you to graduate and come as soon as possible and I also tell my students too, like as, as much as the last two and a half years have been challenging with COVID um, there's been some good things that have come out of it right like if you were a student at Sioux College before the pandemic Microsoft Teams wasn't a thing if you had a question for me you had to send me an email, He had to catch me after class, you had to catch me at my office hours. Now if you have a question, fire up your phone, quick message on Teams. If Bing's on my phone, I get you an answer within minutes, right? So students do have a lot more resources than they did even two and a half years ago, so that's all going to benefit our student success. That's
0: I'm good. just going to say one thing though, not every teacher wants Teams messages on their phone all the time, so make sure you ask your professor in class, if you can yeah. message them on Teams, so that they know to look on Teams, because not every professor is using Teams in that way. Pretty but I just sure. wanted to clarify that. That's so a good point. Oh, my teachers <laughs> yeah. sometimes <they> start <laughs> getting messages <from laughs> on Teams, so they don't necessarily use Teams in that way. It's been very useful. It has, For yeah. Sure. yeah.
1: So my process is very similar. Yeah. Students reach out with um, questions about all sorts of things, not just academic, um, lots of uh, personal matters as well. So I listen, I ask a lot of questions to understand um, what they're, what they're looking for, um, from me. Um, no, no judgment as well. I'm not there to judge. Um, students can feel free to come and tell me anything that they want. If I can't help them myself, I will, uh, refer them to somebody who can help. And, um, like everyone else said, I'm really interested in student success and that's not just academic success. That's, you know, much broader than that. So.
0: Awesome, well, thank you so much for joining The Raw today, we really appreciate it. Um, as we always do with everyone that comes on The Raw, we do ask for their best roar. Roar!
2: Thank you! <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, so, welcome to The Raw. Thank you.
0: We really appreciate
5: you being here. How about you introduce yourself? My name is Abidemi Aloudi. Um, a first-year student of project management, mm-hmm. my second semester, and I'm actually planning to go in for another course. Okay, come the winter season. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you yeah. know which one? Yeah, right now, um, supply chain. Oh, perfect. That's a great program. Yeah, <laughs> it is
0: very relevant right now. Yes, <laughs> yes,
5: it is. It is. Okay, so
0: we've asked you here to just answer a few questions for us. Looking back on your experience as a first semester student, were there any surprises when you first got here?
5: Oh man. <laughs> there worth There were a lot. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Um, coming from my own country, mm-hmm. education is not like this. Right. Most of the time you, you try as much as possible to cram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right to the last moment. <laughs> that's, that's the word. You know, you cram. But here, getting here, <laughs> I realized that cramming will do you no good. Nope. <laughs> and um, there was another thing that, you know, I was a bit confused about when I first got here, and that was um, open book. I'm like, okay, what's, what's, what's that about? And initially, I wouldn't lie. I mm-hmm. thought that open book was kind of a scam. <laughs> but with time, I realized that with the open book, it's it's a good idea. But you have to make sure that you read. Yes. But coming from where I am from, the moment you you hear open book, you're like, oh, good. But at the end of the day, you don't tend to revise. You just feel, oh, I can easily just look at my book. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work that way. No.
0: <laughs> you need to know where everything exactly. is, how it all works and exactly. comes together.
5: So that that yeah. took me unaware. Mm-hmm. And it took me like, I think, my first or second week before I was able to kind of adjust to it. Right. So... That's a really
0: good tip because I know that open book does tend to fool a lot of people into oh. being a little calmer and a little more. Oh, this is okay, ah. I'll be fine. And no, nope, that's not how no. it works. It, it's not. Those exams are always designed to make you to really trip you up because you have the book right there, but you really need to know so the content exact- and know yeah, where exactly how it, it all is. pulls together. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So number two, what do you think the most challenging adjustment to being a new student has been?
5: Mm. I'll say firstly, the education, the educational system here in Canada mm-hmm. is, is top notch. I'll give it to you guys. Oh, glad to hear that. <laughs> I will give it to you guys. Um, we, we have good lectures as well from my own country, mm-hmm. but it's not like this. You know, another thing I, I've learned here is to speak out. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, because of the way we were taught mm-hmm. you tend to i won't I, I don't want to use the word timid but it's not like you don't know what to say but you just don't want to be in everybody's face right but here it's it's different mm-hmm. you know it speak out you're not too sure about it speak out absolutely you're not you don't really understand it. Ask questions. It doesn't make you look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's the way we were brought up. That's the way we used to think. Right. So that was a bit challenging for me. You know, just going up to my professor and just, you know, telling them stuffs. I feel maybe sometimes, I don't know. I used to think. Maybe they will think, like, I don't really have anything upstairs or I'm not smart enough or something, but mm-hmm. it's not like that. So it took a while for me to adjust to that. Right. And I thank God I, I adjusted quite early because that would have really affected my grades. Mm-hmm. You know, talk more. You're not clear about something. Talk about it. Ask questions, you know, and, and, and that really, really worked for me. And I would like to add as well, mm-hmm. both the professor's the staffs of Sioux College, I just want to put in that you guys are fantastic. Yay. And I love, I love, I love the spirit. I knew you the first day of, um, the orientation. Mm-hmm. And it's been like, you know, even anytime anybody, cause I, I read all these teams, um, meeting and all that. Yeah. <laughs> anytime anybody asks a question before you know it, as in you guys are just like quick, Mm -hmm. to respond which is very good and it has really helped a lot of international students like me some might not come out to say it Mm -hmm. leaving everything and plunging into the deep that's the way i see it i don't know anybody here but right now i don't feel like i don't know anybody i feel like part of the community
0: good that's what we really want so i'm glad to hear that and you guys are really
5: (laughs) doing a good job at it I'm glad that you feel that way. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do. Okay, so what words of advice would you like to give all our new students who just started their fall semester?
5: Ask questions. Yes. Ask questions. It doesn't make you look stupid. No. It doesn't make you feel like a fool. Ask questions. If you don't understand something, ask. You're
0: ask. At the beginning. Ask those ask questions. From, <laughs> yes, from the
5: beginning. Don't wait till your fourth sixth week when mm-hmm. nothing will be able to be done concerning whatever situation you're going you're going through ask questions mm-hmm. that has really helped me do you want to give us your best roar <sighs>
0: perfect <laughs> okay that's it <laughs> welcome to the roar thank you for being here
6: thank you Sasha. <laughs> yeah.
0: tell us your name uh the program that you're in are you enjoying sioux college <laughs>
6: Yeah. uh, Hi, everyone. Uh, This is Edward. Uh, I'm from China. Uh, I just finished my first program, Health Scale Administration. Now I'm in Practical Nursing. This is my second program. Uh, I'm very enjoyed uh, my program. Yeah.
0: Well, we appreciate you giving us your time today. So, the first question looking back on your experience as a first year student, were there any surprises?
6: For me, I think my, you know, big surprise is uh, I met so many uh, fantastic professors at the college. <laughs> right. uh, you know, uh, when I arrived in Canada, uh, I felt so anxious about my study before starting my first uh, program, mm-hmm. especially about worried about, um, is it possible for me to catch up with my first, uh, my studies? Complete my assignments well or uh, successfully. So, I had suffered so many anxieties for quite a long time, but I think um, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I met so many fantastic professors at the college, and they are so nice. They are so approachable, friendly, and uh, professional uh with With the help of my professors, I have gradually adapted to my new camp campus life mm-hmm. and uh, get confidence in my studying so during the past uh, eight months, I learned uh, a lot from them, such as you know uh how to manage my schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to use APA format, you know, APA reference, yeah, <laughs> Uh how to engage in a group assignment and how to do an attractive presentation. Mm. So, finally, you know, at the end of my first program, it's so unbelievable that I got an A plus in every single course. So, what a nice good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you, thank you, yeah. So, yeah, it's a uh, big surprise for me. Uh You know, sometimes we think, you know, academic transcripts don't mean everything, mm-hmm. but uh, this course still means a lot to me because um, it means, you know, um, my, you know, my hard work during the past. Uh, yeah, you're proud of Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm proud of that. But, you uh, know, I wanted to take this opportunity to express my gratitude to uh, my professors. I want to thank them for their patience and kindness. Without them, I, I don't think I could have achieved such a successful result. So I'm very grateful about that. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sure they'll be happy to hear that. So second question,
6: mm-hmm.
0: what do you think was the most challenging adjustment to being a new student?
6: I think first thing we need to do, we need to know, uh, which priority uh, for, yeah. f- for yourself. You know, for me, when I start to do something, I would like to think about my goals in this event first. I often ask myself, what's my incentive? What outcome do I look forward to? And uh, how hard I could work for it?
0: That's a perfect answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah,
6: it's my you know, character or maybe personality. I like to do things in you know a good organized way. You mm-hmm. know. So once I figure out these things in my head, I will try my best to do it. So as a student my study is my priority. So no matter what I do, I always think about my studies and uh, my goals first, and I try to not let other things to affect my study. So the first thing for me is having clear priorities help me focus on the studies that are so important to Secondly, I would like to run away from the things that distract me. Mm -hmm. For me, the best thing to do with uh, the temptation is to stay away from it. When I start my studying or reading some books, I would like to keep my phone out of reach. Oh, that's a great tip. (laughs) I
0: love that. Keep your phone away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Definitely, yes. The last one I would like to share is, you know, we need to develop some good habits, mm-hmm. Uh try to keep our body and our mind healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, But how, how can we do that? I think we need a healthy diet, adequate sleep, yep. and proper physical exercises. For example, trying to be a morning bird. You know, going to bed <laughs> That's good advice, early yes. yeah. <laughs> and waking up early and avoiding late nights. Okay. Uh, if you like, you can choose to do meditation, mm-hmm. you know, during some stressful times. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it would be helpful.
0: For the third question, what words of advice would you like to give to all our new students who just started their fall semester?
6: The first word is confidence. Yeah. I think uh, as a student, you should feel confident in your studies because confidence is very important to everyone. Uh, it can inspire us to pursue our dreams and overcome the difficulties we will meet in the future. In my eyes, uh, once you become confident, you can do whatever you want and do it better than you ever imagined. So uh, no matter what you do, If you don't believe in yourself, it would be easy to get upset and uh, frustrated by the obstacles you encounter. The second word I would like to say is trust. You should trust your professors. Uh, Their goals are to help to improve and advance. So, if you are struggling in your studies and have any questions related to your courses or assignments, Please feel free to reach out to your professors as soon as possible mm-hmm. and they will always be there for you and help you improve. Uh, of course, we do have, you know, we do have success hub and the uh, peer tutors. Yeah. yeah. All the staff are here to help. So the last word is habit. Uh, you should nurture a good habit for your study. Like I said before, adjust your biological clock for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you prefer studying in the morning, please try to be a morning bird. If you prefer studying at night, please don't host a party at home. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, the other habit is to do pre-reading before class.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
6: Yeah, generally, you know. Uh, your professor will ask you for a preview of the next class and give some materials to you for familiarizing in advance. Please remember to read the materials before the class because if you do the pre reading before class, you will find that learning is not as difficult as you think. And the questions you asked in the class will be super. Yeah.
0: That's perfect.
6: Thank you. No, I like that's
0: awesome. I'm really glad that you brought that up like asking questions and doing the pre reading. That's really important. And habits are just so key to success. So, perfect. (laughs) Thank you very much for coming to The raw today. I think this is great advice for students, so we really appreciate it.
6: It's my honour. Thank you, Sansa.
0: As I'm sure you've guessed by now, the theme of today's episode is communication. Always ask. Students who know me have likely heard me say the following at least once. If you never ask the question, all you have is the imagined, perceived, guessed at answer. You don't really know what the response will be to an ask for help. Nor do you know the answer to that thorny concept question that has been plaguing you. We are an educational institution. We are here to walk with you on your journey to graduation and beyond. Because the skills you learn here will stay with you for life. Open and honest communication and asking questions are pieces of that skills foundation you are building at Sioux College. So always ask. I want to thank everyone for participating in today's episode. As always, if you have any ideas or questions that you think would make a good focal point for an episode, please email us at the College.ca On a quick side note, Thursday, October 6th is Mental Health Awareness Day at Sioux College, and there will be info tables in the Common Link from 12 till 2pm. That's Thursday, October 6th, 12 noon to 2pm in the afternoon in the Common Link. The Sioux College Mental Health and Wellness Action Committee will be there as well to promote early intervention and reduce stigma against mental health. It is this committee's aim to never hear students say, I did not know that Sioux College offered these services. So, stop by their booth to learn more about this exciting initiative.